Hello everyone, welcome back to part three. No introductions necessary. This is this is hell. We are trapped in hell. Part part three in the hell of Alton's making. I I, I am responsible no, for this. Making. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I'm gonna I'm not gonna blame the victim here. It's You're a, a victim, Alton. Oh yeah, that's true, because I was quote tweeted by Bob Chipman. So <laughs> as we were reading the book to make this, Bob Chipman, and what I can only assume is from name searching himself, found a tweet of me saying, reading the Bobbert Chipman book for V Got to a Toe with what is basically an entire book club, and oh my god, you had all better appreciate this, lol. And in response to this, he says, not gonna lie, when stuff like this crosses my eyeline, and I note that I've got mutuals following this kind of dot dot dot, quote unquote, person, question mark? Always kind of hard not to call it out. I don't, because hey, who knows. But it makes it awful difficult to trust people. So, you know, no, no Bob Chipman interaction is complete without him, without him using the word person or people in quotation marks. <laughs> I, I'm Chipman always getting his thing. calipers out to measure Alton's skull. <laughs> it, is, it is the position of the pod that Bob Chipman is a person. He is a human being deserving of the thing that all human beings deserve. That's why all of this upsets us. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you got to do that to Alton, Bob. That's fucked up. I know you're listening. That's not the way to talk about other people. My thesis statement for, like, part three will be that he is a horrific gamer goblin, and he should be one of us. He should, by all rights, he should be one yeah. of us. He should be, like, a nasty little video game gremlin. Like yeah. He should be on the pod. Oh, my God, no, <laughs> let's not go that far. But, like, he is so ideologically <laughs> captured by this identity that, like, he lives in his own personal matrix where it's like he can't just accept like what he is and move on it's like he has to somehow continuously justify it he has the same brain pattern as like a gamergate guy but he's too lib to go that way so he has to go like a different route but like his methods and his thinking and his thought process are identical right yeah like he feels so attacked by your tweet but like your tweet is fine like you imply you're not enjoying the book, but like, it's a pretty mild fucking tweet in in the in the world of like media criticism, which by the way Bob works in. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. What are the things? I can't that believe everyone... people are criticizing my media. I hate this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like what the fuck. <laughs> and, he, and he's famous for being one of those for those epic outrage dudes for movies like he got played on howard stern and shit because he was doing epic waffle uh rage criticism about pixels oh really Wait, what he was on howard stern what the fuck um i mean he wasn't like a guest but like he was it was like a big thing for a long time it was like everybody played movie bob doing his pixels rage rant so it's not like he doesn't do this right I'd just like to point out that, like, you didn't spell his name like Bob Chipman. You spelled Bobbert, which means that he name searches like misspellings of his own name. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? The fact that he's like obsessively looking up what people are saying about him, it, considering what people say about him, is like deeply unhealthy. Yeah, like Bob, don't expose yourself to that. Like, it's Touch especially grass. we mentioned on the Touch Grass. We mentioned on the last episode how like he's he's a a popular figure on kiwi farms and stuff like those people are demons like yeah. don't say don't go look at that shit yeah it's, it's fucking horrible <laughs> agreed those people are demons and should be condemned to an eternity in hell we are merely gamer goblins and we already yeah. live in gamer dungeons so there's yeah. nothing really like what you need to do we're just talking about the book Wait, listen this is a and the book is about bob yeah yeah i enjoyed reading this book Bob, well, you're listening. I you are. <laughs> yeah, I've probably. always maintained that you know art. When art is good, it's able to invoke certain emotional states <laughs> in, in the person. Uh, you know, like right. does feelings, that. urges, and those are fine. They're natural. I've got a lot of urges. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you start to think about girls in a different way. You know, you weren't expecting that, but it's okay. It's normal. Yeah, I think they're scary now. <laughs> After reading this book, I'm afraid of women. <laughs> All right. So part, for part three, honestly, I think we've made our main statements. We've gone through everything like 
all the serious discussion I'd really care to have about Bob Chipman and his his deep psychological problems. And I'd really just like to go through like a, a grab bag of some of the most interesting and funny like quotes and facts from this book. So okay. my next point is on page 62. Does anyone have anything before that? Um, I just have on 61, Bob has committed the greatest crime imaginable, pretending to be from Boston when he's actually from Revere. <laughs> yeah. As, as we've covered, crime. we know. Yes. Yeah. So page 62, here, this is one of the wonderful quotes just before the epilogue. Mario is still here. So am I. And I'd like to think, if possible, we would thank one another for that. But so, Mario would thank me for him still being here. Thank you, this, movie Bob Chipman, for making me a successful video game character. I couldn't <laughs> have done it without you. I know we, I know we said we weren't going to talk about his like psychological state anymore. I just want to quickly say though that that bit comes right after he talks about like finding his old um, NES right. when he was moving and like refurbishing it uh, and and just. The way he wrote about it, it just feels like that meant the world to him. And like, there's so much fucking arrested development here. I can't deal with it. Like, it's so. <laughs> it is the most parasocial relationship possible in that he literally thinks a, a fictional Italian plumber is like his close friend, which is just sad and also funny. And I think that that's the general emotional mix you get from this. It's sad and funny. Yeah. I mean, this would be sad and funny for like any game to be this invested in it but like at least there's games where i feel like there's a little more meat on the bones with the characters to like relate to but like it's it's always impressive to me when someone can like care this much about mario you know he's just a he wears red and he jumps that's that's the bulk of his thing my next note is on page 63 i have something from 63 i think i know what yours is going to be I think I'm going to start one paragraph earlier because okay, this, go ahead. this will in, in, encompass my quote as well. I am the man I am for many reasons. Because of my parents, my grandparents, my friends and family, but also because of Mario. M Mario made me a man. <laughs> I was a boy that one night with Mario. I love Mario so much. Whose who's inconsequential sense or Oh, sorry, no. Whose uh, adventures filled my lonelier hours, fueled my dreams, gave me a not inconsequential sense of stability, and in a manner I never would have expected, led me on a twisting roundabout path to my own career and prosperity. I wouldn't dream of denying that kid uh, to possibly have the same grand adventure, and I can only hope that Mario is as good a friend to him as he was to me. This is about him, like, meeting a kid who wants to play Mario and being like, my people live oh my on. God. Yeah, he was in the fucking line at um, Best Buy for like the grand release of like the Wii U. And yeah, he's yeah. just like, this old, big older guy knows Mario too? Yes, I do, kid. Yes, I do. <laughs> he, he, he talks like he's from like a group who's been ethnically cleansed. And oh he's like, <laughs> and, he, but he's, and he's met like another person who speaks like his native tongue for the first time in his life. Like it's oh fucking crazy. It's, just, um, it, it's him realizing just now that fucking Nintendo products are toys for children. And he's like, you know what? I'm okay with them playing my, my toys. My toys. He goes on to say, and so in addition to writing this book for myself, for people like me, for game designers and developers and journalists and anyone else who'd been looking, as I was, for a book that looked at a game and at gaming in this way, what way? Uh, I also write it for that kid, for all the kids like him, who know Mario and games now and might find interest, intrigue, or benefit in knowing what came before. And knowing the history of our people. <laughs> uh, I'd like to imagine that someday, somewhere, a copy of this book will be picked up by a young Mario fan who had never considered that their hobby could hold deeper truths or be looked at as an object of art and meaning and that it will let them appreciate it all the more. Oh my god. And that child's name was Conky. <laughs> 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 what I love about this is there are no deeper truths that are about to be revealed no, to us. There's literally just a fucking play-by-play -play of him playing 
the fucking Super Mario Brothers 3. There's no like deep insights. Like Mario is like this like Mario 3 is like this lost treasure that like no one's made able to find. Like it's the Ark of the Covenant or some shit. And people are like, I heard that there was a third Mario game, but I've never played it. Did it really exist? Yes, little boy, it did. Like fuck you. It's on the virtual console. You can download it on your Switch right now. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Gamergate ended when uh Bob Chipman opened the Ark of the Covenant and melted <laughs> the bases of all the Nazis. God damn. True. Okay, so something I've wanted to talk about, I think we've probably touched on before, but the self-importance of this thing is insane. Like, yeah. it significantly, like, in part two, it's less noticeable, but in, like, the introduction, like, the, the masturbatory, like, taking four pages to convey why he decided on Super Mario Brothers 3. And then in parts like this where he's just like, he thinks game designers, developers, journalists, and like future generations are all going to fucking consult this tome to figure out why they like gaming. And it's like, no, of course they're not going to do that. Like, even though I admit to like thinking the, the parts of like, that are autobiographical are somewhat interesting and have like his own unique insight into what was going on at the time. It's not going to be a deep insight into video games. Like he just does not understand that his experience with this medium is completely unique and only says anything about him. Yeah. It is not profound, deep insights about anything outside of that. But he, he thinks it is. <laughs> or are we only on page 64? What the fuck? I know, oh, right? Man. But luckily, part three is right after that. And we basically just skipped through like all the parts of him describing him playing the fucking game. On page 66 in part three, the game, he says, uh, quote, If you've read this far, you probably don't need to be told what a Goomba is. And then he goes on to explain what <laughs> pixels are. <laughs> he has like an entire fucking glossary before we even get started. He has like the characters, Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and like descriptions of like fucking everything. It's insane. Assuming you haven't skipped ahead to this part, it should be rather familiar to me by now. The main character of the series, Mario, is a plumber, possibly native to Brooklyn. This is this is the most like fucking middle school padded out paper shit I've ever read. It's like, uh, what is a video game? Webster's defines game as an oh interactive or entertainment. So, like it's <laughs> it's it's also written as if no one else in the world will know what Mario is. Like, this will be the last surviving record of Mario. So he's like, okay, I need to explain everything. I need to tell you who Mario is, yeah. who Luigi is. After the is. aliens invade, who's going to know what a Goomba is? I have to let the people of the future know. Yeah, it's like, that's what an appendix is. Like, a glossary table. Like, at the back of the book. He wrote this like nobody read the rest of his fucking book. Oh, my well, God. Well, he, see, at the beginning, uh, um, on page 67, under the characters, uh, mm -hmm. under the Mario section, um, he first says, assuming you haven't skipped ahead to this part, he should yeah, be familiar with you bit. by now. So, yeah, in his head, <laughs> people are, are potentially skipping to this segment. Because uh, this is, to him, this is the meat of this book. That's what that oh is God. saying to me. The good shit. Uh, all, all that stuff about my old psycho boss firing me for not liking Passion of the Christ, boring bullshit. I want to read about, like, what pixels are. I want to hear about, like, how pixels are arranged on a screen. I want to know what the difference between LCD and CRT are. What's yeah. the turtle called? I want to know what a Mario is. <laughs> What's a Bowser? Bob hasn't explained what a plumber is. How am I supposed to know what a plumber is? What are pipes? Bob, you haven't fully explained oh it. What is what is the gameplay of Super Mario Brothers 3? Like, uh, oh, fuck. oh shit. What are pipes? What, Bob? what is a life? What is a number of life? What's a score? It's like, oh no. It, it, Hang it on. Is. What's, what's a mushroom? I don't know. He never says. Just, oh no. Fuck. Shit. Hang on. Oh. He has to say. He tells us what a so one up thorough. is literally one of the most like ubiquitous gaming terms in the world and he has it before he starts Ugh. this rules oh i also page uh 75 the tanuki suit um this is what oh, i finally. i actually yes. found it again the tanuki costume that grants all the powers of raccoon mario but also the ability to transform into an invisible statue and it's like I, I don't know if this is like a typo or something but like literally all of that is just one 
big word. There's no spaces. Wait, what page is that on? Uh, the bottom of uh, 75. Here, I'm going to post it in oh, chat. Oh, God, you're oh, right. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Mario, but also the ability to transform into an animal wheel, but that's in the middle of Jesus. Oh, wait. Uh, I just copied and pasted it, and it has spaces. But in oh. the actual book, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh my god! Is it the same in the? Is it the same in the physical copy? Yeah, Conky, um, get your book out. Get your signed book, <laughs> brick by brick by Bob Chipman. I don't have it. I have it on my tablet right now. Shit. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. I, I I'll look I'll look for it when when I find it I'll look for it and you, I don't know post an update because people can't get enough of this shit. Uh, I know. Oh, I know. I, three, I, I have a, three fucking episodes of this this fucking shit and people will just be like okay where's episode four and we're like we're never making it episode four i can't wait to see your like listenership statistics just drop like a fucking rock after this three-parter i don't i'm not looking forward to it i'm i'm really i'm actually genuinely concerned that people will get sick of this shit okay look i might be crazy but i think that people are going to be into this i think it's going to be popular actually what's what's the next note all right all right all right I, my next note is on page 86 I have a I have a page eighty six. I mean, this is where he starts. He gets into like actually doing the the play by play. But this is from his journal entry dated Monday, April twenty three, uh, two thousand twelve, which is apparently the very first day he started this play through. So, what's your note? Uh, my note is his drink at the end. Um, oh, okay. I, I want to get into the this part first. Uh. Sure, sure. I have no art great artistic rationale for why I chose to begin writing up my playthrough tonight morning technically as it's 2.30 a.m. at present, but I have never been able to accept darkness and nighttime as not being one and the same. I am here, that is to say, my bedroom where the Wii is kept, because the wind and rain outside have inspired our family dog Sprocket to behave in the manner one expects of a dog during such weather, rendering quote-unquote, work conditions untenable in my usual office, parentheses, also known as the living room after everyone else is asleep. And so my thinking goes, I'm off to move to my workspace in my room anyway, as it's a good time as any to stop procrastinating on this Super Mario Brothers 3 project. Um, I just want to know, his style of writing has changed. He, he's almost putting on like this faux, I don't know, aristocratic sort of vibe. Like this isn't how he writes in the rest of the thing. You know, uh, it, 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 it has inspired the dog to behave in a manner one expects of a, jo of a dog during such weather. Like, that's not how you talk, Bob. What the fuck is this? Okay, Bob, so... I, you have rendering a work accent. conditions untenable in my usual office. Wait, I think it's supposed to be, like, self-deprecating and that he realizes it, it is very kind of weird and sad to start a, a writing project at 2.30 a.m. in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. What time is it where you are, Kay? Uh, 3.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's leave that one. Uh, point Bob on that one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, I'll take the L on this one. <laughs> you said you had a note about his drink? Okay, yeah. So um, the next little bit is, um, uh, thus, here I am, here we are. Pathetic excuse for an air conditioner rattling in the background. Quote, bedtime cocktail of Jack Daniels. Captain Morgan and Schweppes at my side. What the fuck kind of drink is that? Sounds terrible. Whiskey, rum, and so Schweppes makes ginger ale and, and like tonic. I don't know. Probably yeah. ginger ale, I would imagine. Yeah. For an American, that would be ginger ale. All right. So, so ginger ale, spiced rum, and fucking like shitty Jack Daniels bourbon. Like <laughs> his bedtime cocktail listen this is gonna get into a theme I mean, come on that that's just what was there let's let's be real well no no see n naming it bedtime cocktail implies to me that this is a regular uh fixture in his life it is it is 100 percent is because like i'll pour myself a movie bob oh my god <laughs> captain morgan jack daniels and schweppes is the movie bob cocktail <laughs> It's official, folks. But like, I really <laughs> want to get into this because, like, okay, so he starts the very first night. He starts his fucking let's play, writing his let's play. He drinks like, uh, he drinks like hard liquor, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I'm getting a little bit of, out of order of the stuff I want to talk about. But page 100, uh, Saturday, April 28th, two, wait, 
20,012. That's a, clearly a typo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop. Come on, dude. 20,012. 20, oh, fucking awesome. Hell. Hold on. I have a note on page 94. No, um, I know, but like, I want to get all of these together so that we get a clear picture of what's happening. I don't really care about, like, did not expect to already have a three-day gap in these entries, but then it's 3.30 a.m. Tonight's libation is Pabst, parentheses, <laughs> don't judge me, and a shot of Jack. The desert awaits. And then, page 122. In my excitement and under the influence of a generously portioned beer-slash-Bacardi cocktail, I managed to turn <laughs> off the virtual console without properly pausing. And then, page 150. I've come up just a bit too far to let that happen. Suck it up, settle in, chug your beer. It's time to face at least the first few legs of this long, hard slog through the snow. Page 93. If I remember, there's a one-up in the first blocks you hit from beneath, dot, 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 but fail to acquire it. Blame the booze, Bob. Blame the booze. So, <laughs> he fucking played this entire fucking game drunk. His big, like... Deep analysis masterwork. <laughs> Listen, no shade for me on playing video games drunk. I do that all oh, the time. No. I yeah. love no. it. But like, this motherfucker is like a, this is the deepest, most incredible, frame by frame analysis of Super Mario Brothers 3, and he did it pissed off his tits on Jack Daniels <laughs> and Captain Morgan. Uh, he's technically also PBR. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also yeah, but he's very ashamed of that, so I, I didn't bring it up. Remember like that photo that he posted with, like, all the cans of beer that, like, had collapsed onto his bed? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Does, uh, for does... listeners who don't know, there was a tweet a while ago in the deep Bob lore where he had just been collecting all of his beer cans and just stacking them, like, on the ledge near his bed. And then one day they just all collapsed. And uh -huh. he just tweeted a photo of, like, his room just covered in fucking beer cans, complaining about how it smelled like a recycling center. And I have to assume that was from when he was playing this game. <laughs> so, like, literally, I just found all these different quotes of Bob saying that he was playing this game drunk. <laughs> he literally was playing this game the whole fucking game. I don't know, something about that just strikes me as, like, I, that is not... If you're going to do, like, a professional writing project, it somehow it strikes me the wrong way that you would be like drunk while you were trying to write. I don't know. Just the superior air Bob puts on combined with the discussion of the deep an analysis of this project and, and almost the like pathological need to like confess how drunk he was throughout yeah. the whole process too. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a very odd picture that is painted is what yeah. I'll say. Very strange I... young man. <laughs> I know we he's drinking weird this. shit too. Yeah. Like when he's not just drinking a beer, he's like, oh yeah, I like a Bacardi in my beer. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Beer isn't mixed, you little freak. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I missed out about the Bacardi in the beer. What the shit? That's awful. Well, yeah. 122, a generously portioned beer slash Bacardi cocktail. He mixed rum. That's a cry for help. That sounds like something that people drink, drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so sorry, Conky. What was your next one? We, I, I went on a rant at 86. No, it wasn't. It was stuff we've gone over before. It was on page 100. Like, number one, he calls alcoholic drinks libations, which is the most fucking, like, <laughs> neckbeard fedora tipping shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like, hello, ladies. Can I offer you libations? And Can then, I like, offer you a beer Bacardi libation, my lady? Yeah. And then he also, like, says, don't judge me for drinking PBR. Like, he wants so badly to be a coastal elite. And he's like, I can't have people see me drinking this, like, working class beer. Like, nobody cares, Bob. Nobody cares that you drink PBR. But, yeah. like, people are going to judge you because you weren't drinking, like, I don't know, local favorite Narragansett or uh, <laughs> Samuel Adams Boston Lager. I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Why are you, like, the fact that he's insecure about the fact that he drank a PBR one time says way more about him than I think he realizes. Yeah, he'll be ashamed of the PBR but not mixing it with Bacardi. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That is not, that's not a mixer, Bob. 
Holy shit. Alright, my next note is on 92. You got anything before that? Uh, nope. Alright, so, Tuesday, April 24th, 2012. It's 4am. I should be asleep. The better to wake at a reasonable hour and get day work out of the way. That's not me stumbling, that's literally what he writes. I did a 3,000 calorie routine at the gym today, thanks to the welcome distraction of a DVD full of old Transformers cartoons. And like, listen, 3,000 calories, what the fuck? You can't lose 3,000 calories in a single day at the gym. The recommended daily... You don't lift like Bob does, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've clearly been underestimating Bob, but like the daily recommended calorie intake is 2,000 calories a day for women and 250 for men. So literally working out more than a normal person eats in a day. Maybe he's, maybe we're confused. Maybe he ate 3,000 calories and then just went to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) He's just eating like a a two foot long sub while he's on the treadmill. He's eating the giant sub from the Simpsons. (laughs) Oh my god. He thinks that if you do it while exercising, the calories don't count. So you're running a calorie deficit. Jesus Christ. That's true. That's true, though. (laughs) And then, (laughs) this is not the only time. Like, I I think maybe the gym he goes to has, like, a defective treadmill thing. Because, like, sometimes they do tell you, like, how many calories you burn for, like, a workout. Mm. I I feel like it just must be lying to him. Because later on, on page 103, he says... Gym workout, 1,700 cal cardio routine, solid. There's, you cannot burn 1,700 calories with a cardio routine. This dude's tacking a zero on. He must be, because it's really fucking hard to burn calories with cardio. Yeah, like, an hour straight of jogging, you're maybe looking at, like, two or three hundred. I doubt he jogged for ten hours straight, you know? Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, You're forgetting exactly how entertaining those Transformers DVDs were. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you sat he's in the fucking gym for 10 hours just non-stop running watching the entire season of transformers oh my god he saw optimus prime die and it just like inspired him to run god damn all right so next note i have is page uh 96 anyone else got anything nope just no. 94 bob is drinking alone at 4 a.m and rambling to himself about mario he has chosen to publish this information in a book for some reason that's <laughs> what i wrote pretty much okay so this is his entry for april 25th which he leaves the year off for some reason so we don't know which year this was we don't know if it's in the 200k universe he was in the uh, one of them or if it's in 2012 he can't tell which piece of yarn to like rope to this journal entry on my giant wall of movie bob lore (laughs) yeah uh, and so it's about like how his grandmother's in the hospital because of he's an ongoing problem. And then it's not lost on me that I'm currently quote unquote coping with this and other uneasy aspects of my present day life in precisely the same way I did as a child. Playing a video game. Playing this video game. Ooh. Again, like not Ooh. to rehash the, the same point over and over again, but like he literally, he's self-consciously retreating away from real life to go into like escapist fantasies yeah this one's dark (laughs) yeah and so i only have like a couple more notes um this is something i really i i actually sent like a a screenshot of this page to of this uh bookmark to reese oh i just called it bob serial cryptid april 30th 2012 i just had a creepy yet utterly banal pre-bedtime moment. A box of cereal I vividly remember opening and eating from a day or so ago is sealed <laughs> shut. It has never been opened. I'm not sure what this implies, either about me or the cereal. Did I hallucinate eating cereal? <laughs> of all the things to conjure, why that? And if so, why not a cereal I liked more than Special K raspberries? If I was going to dream of cereal, I would have preferred it to be something more potent like Fruity Pebbles or Booberries. Whatever. Time to play some of the water levels. Oh, uh, I have a note for this. What I write? Cereal dreams. <laughs> I, I, it's so potent. That's, that's imagery. But <laughs> yeah, I wrote, um, tonight Bob has an existential crisis <laughs> because he didn't remember opening a box of cereal. 
He is a man being driven mad by the banality of his own life. The only thing that keeps him going is the delusion <laughs> that his diary of how he stayed up all night playing video games that came out when he was seven will someday be considered a seminal work of media <laughs> criticism. <laughs> does, does Movie Bob discuss his dreams anywhere else in this book? I want to explore this. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not even his child psychologist got to hear about his dreams because he was too smart. He Count, yeah. cleverly countered them by <laughs> he was defeated in the mind palace yeah exactly okay, movie there's bob, four of us uh, movie bob come on the show let's discuss your dreams oh my the god four of us will be your therapist I yes. think all, together yes. the four of us might be able to outwit you and your exactly. huge brain so we'll be able to do therapy on you <laughs> come and join me in the mind dojo mr chipman <laughs> oh but like literally <laughs> just like just had like a fucking like what do you call this again like a bearstein bear moment where he's just mandela like mandela effect mandela effect exactly <laughs> yeah. or he's just like i thought i opened this box of cereal but it was completely sealed shut no bob you just bought two boxes of lucky charms and you ate one of them already maybe his his mom just like this family ate the rest of the box and then just got him got a new box and he's just like what has happened I have clearly been visited by an alien. He's like peeking at his neighbors through the blinds at night. Just like, what are they doing over there? Are they bringing over cereal? Uh, did they seal up my cereal box when I wasn't looking? Did I imagine? Oh. I'm just imagining like, Bob Chipman's family just gaslighting him by like <laughs> taking his cereal every time he eats it and being like, oh, you never, you never ate cereal, Bob. What are you talking about? It's completely sealed. Trying to get him to move up. <laughs> with this is like his family passive aggressively. <laughs> like trying to gaslight him with his cereal box. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. Do we have anything for page 112? Uh, I don't. What's on page 112? Oh, oh yeah, the working or... class hero shit. Oh. Fuck. Oh my god. This is like the closest thing Bob ever gets to like any type of like leftist criticism of Mario and it's entirely aesthetic. It's just that like, oh, well, Bob is a plumber and plumber's a working class job and therefore he's like a working class hero. Um, and I know you meant to say Mario, but I think that Bob and Mario are synonymous in this book. They're Bob one is the a same. Sorry, I'm, picture, I'm picturing that image of Bob where he's dressed as Mario and standing like perfectly mm -hmm. rigid T-posing. <laughs> I've been thinking of that this entire time. Well, one cannot exist without the other, as we've established. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. Born at the same time. Yeah, no, I've never seen Bob Chipman and Mario in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> this is big. This is big. <laughs> Alright, sorry, go on. Uh, I, was, I was just gonna say, like, um, first of all, like, Mario is not a working class hero because 100% of his time is devoted to upholding the monarchy, and therefore yeah. Mario is actually a counter-revolutionary and will not be spared when the toads rise up. That's exactly. right. He's a reactionary. Never fixes any pipes. I mean, he's no. even reactionary but like a liberal standard because he upholds, like Conky said, the monarchy. Yeah. I, I don't know why he, he keeps harping on this. Like, he's mentioned it several times and I was like, oh my god, he wore, he wore fucking overalls. He's working class. It's just like, okay, Bob. Like, he's a working class immigrant. He's like an Italian Italy. plumber in New York. There is this one line from the Mario Brothers movie, which I have seen for reasons that I don't understand, where like they're trying to fix pipes in Koopa's castle to like get up to the top for whatever reason. And like the pipes are all fucked up. And Bob Hoskins says to John Leguizamo, Ooh, definitely a non-union job. And I think that's like the only reference we get to like Mario being a union plumber. <laughs> like, <laughs> a throwaway joke from a terrible movie. Yeah. But I guess Bob really imbibed that. I mean, honestly, this is the closest thing he gets to like actual criticism and commentary on mario not just like the fucking weird ass sentences where it's like then i jumped and then i i jumped on a goomba and then i drank a disgusting foul combination of beer and bacardi <laughs> what enables you to jump on goombas you can't do that shit sober yeah the thing that's like like that's really stupid about this particular part is he's going on about like mario being from new york except like earlier in the book he talks about how heart found that like mario wasn't actually from new york but from the mushroom kingdom in yoshi's island so it's like well mm -hmm. which is it bob 
He's just decided to retcon that himself, I guess. There's no fucking consistent <laughs> Mario lore. The Mario lore is like whatever serves the gameplay of the current game that Mario is in. And Bob, for some reason, spent an inordinate amount of time and energy as a child trying to construct like the definitive Mario canon, which is just like, holy shit. Yeah, because you know what? The lore doesn't matter, Bob. It's, it's Mario. Yeah. It, it's fucking Mario. It's fine. Yeah, like the most you could ever say about like the definitive Mario lore is just like whatever penetrated into pop culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any more um, highlights or should we go into uh, our conclusion stage? I've got a, a note on uh, <laughs> on page 118. I don't know if you got oh, this one. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> because this is May 6, 2012, and it's the release of The Avengers. Oh, big day for Bob. Uh, a huge <laughs> fucking day for Bob. And uh, what did you want to say about it, Conky? I'll let you go first. What did I write? I wrote, uh, Bob talks about seeing The Avengers six times in theaters. Uh, he describes it as a where were you when XX happened cultural touchstone. Is like Bob capable of imbibing pop culture in ways that don't lead to him comparing them to the JFK assassination? In many ways, Avengers was like 9-11. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It definitely 9-11 pop culture to like, that's all we could ever talk about for fucking years and years. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty impressed that he just left in through his book. He's like, holy shit, guys, I saw the Avengers. It ruled <laughs> in his, like, analytic book about Mario. You're not even getting the most of it. Listen, you need to get the full thing here. Do it. Let's do it. All right, so, fucking, this is Bob Chipman talking about the, how popular the Avengers is, okay? But I never dare dream that, quote-unquote, regular audiences would be cheering it on as much as I was. One more Avengers observation. Since I'm getting the sense that this will end up being one of those, quote, where were you, what were you doing pop culture moments. It's just like, I, I know I've already said this before, but like, it it's literally like every time other people like the same thing he likes, he's just sort of like, I never dare dream that regular audiences, quote unquote, would be cheering it on as much as I was. Who could have imagined that normies would look at Jurassic Park and think, wow, dinosaurs are cool, the same as me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like he thinks that what he, his obsession with fucking Mario and the Avengers and Marvel movies is like high art that only the alloy, the anointed ones of like film criticism like him can actually enjoy. No, Bob, this is pop culture trash. It's made for fucking proles like you. That's that's the thing that's like always baffled me about Bob is his like absolute surprise that things like the Avengers are successful and popular. And it's like this is a product, a retail product made by one of the most powerful and influential media conglomerates on the planet. They have the biggest marketing budget like the, like their movies produce GDPs greater than most European nations. Of course, it's popular. It can't not be popular for like. Our economy will collapse if it's not popular, so it has to be. Why are you surprised that people went to see it? He's really stuck in this, like, worldview of, like, quote, nerdy stuff being, like, this niche, non-mainstream thing that I, I you know, I, I guess was applicable in, like, the 80s uh, to an extent. And, he, and he, he can't cope with the fact that it's like, no, everyone's fine with, like, video games and comic books now. It's just, that's popular culture now. It's fine. To him, this is, like, some massive moment somehow i completely missed an amazing quote on page 93 uh, oblige me for a second all right. all right so this is a part of his uh his entry his entry for april 27th uh 2012 um good video games are addictive like that and good mario games are practically crystal meth in that regard <laughs> 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 Why can't he compare something he likes to something good? Why does it always have to be 9-11 or crystal meth or fucking the JFK assassination? Why can't he just compare it to something good? I love Super Mario Sunshine, you guys. It's just like the Rwandan genocide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. fucking hell. <laughs> and then another funny quote. 
further down the pages. The modern Mario is quote-unquote round-bodied in a Mickey Mouse sort of way. But 80s Mario was visibly obese. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He was a big boy. <laughs> Bring back thick Mario. Yeah, Bring back. Like cartoon renderings of Mario and Toad were an amusing reminder of how straight-up fat you Mario used to be rendered. On the page 90, uh, 93, he's just fat-shaming 80s Mario for being obese. <laughs> no, Come I on, think... Bob. And not really, but it's just like, he's just saying... No. Uh, Mar I, I don't know what he's trying to say with this. Does he like that? No, I Did think he he's like saying that original 80s Mario was body positive and he wants to bring it back. Oh, oh, guys, guys, just at the end of that uh, exact paragraph where he's talking about that, he reveals that he's drinking a screwdriver. <laughs> oh my god, Bob. <laughs> Oh my god, I missed oh, that. Oh man. Makes me feel a lot less bad about just getting completely wasted while recording this. I get two pieces of the star before blowing it on the bottom row. I tell myself it's the screwdriver I've been nursing as opposed to the loss of my gaming reflexes with age dot dot dot. Bob, are you an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> no, he can quit anytime he wants. <laughs> just like he can quit Mario. Oh my Anytime god. You want. <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. I wish I knew how to quit you. You're like my crystal meth, Mario. I like... think we should see other people. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, was Bob beating you? No, I fell on a door. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. God. Oh no. Mario, what the fuck is this to your enemy? It's a no contact at the order. <laughs> I don't want you to come out from here no more. <laughs> I, I jump on the Goombas. I give a Bob Chipman the the, the, the restraining order. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I think that I think that's it. I think that's all the points I had. We have to start heading to wrap wrapping up. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're at fifty one okay, minutes right one. now. What I got, got one go. more. I swear, it's the last one. It's up page one ninety seven. Yeah, so this is where he describes getting into a car accident. He just spends like a whole page describing being an offender bender. Um, right. Let me, I'll just read it. Uh, was in a car accident this evening. I'm fine. The car, dot, 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 not so much. The driver in front of the driver in front of me stopped short, causing a secondary short stoppage, causing me to slam on the brakes and, as it just ha rained a bit, skid right into them. The short stopper who started the mess fled the scene, leaving me and the young lady I had just rear-ended to hash things out. I was freaking out pretty bad. The move to the new place was only a few days away, and this was not an expense I needed. More importantly, the residents of houses along the street came pouring out to surround us both. Apparently, she was a local in the neighborhood, and the neighborhood was coming to her defense. I've lived in this town long enough to have seen this scenario play out before, and I knew I didn't want to be seen as the offending side. One guy among the crowd appointed himself as the leader and started in trying to wheel and deal me. No cops. Let's just settle up. Maybe some cash. Insurance will just raise premiums, etc. No thanks, pal. Cops showed up anyway, but not before I'd called a family for a ride, and frankly, some strength in numbers. I was ultimately wow. able to drive the car home, mangled hood, banged up bumper and all. It's sitting outside now, held together by bungees, waiting for me to drive it to the dealership. The owner is my mother's cousin, so at least I know it'll be taken care of fairly in the morning. For now, the fortress. So, Conky, as the only resident, you know, anywhere close in proximity to Bob Chipman, what is this Massachusetts culture of uh, leaving your house to go beat the shit out of people who get in fender benders? <laughs> I have never seen this before in my entire fucking life. I have no idea what he's talking about. This is, like, fucking weird. Um, I'm sure people were rubbernecking, but, like, he, he immediately assumes malice in, like, the observers. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I need to get the cops involved, which is very telling. The uh, entire street was against me. <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever. Um, page 197. There's a bit about Bob getting into a fender bender here for reasons I cannot comprehend. I thought maybe the diary entries were about the passing of his grandmother and was supposed to be some sort of thematic death of childhood nostalgia framing device that didn't translate well, but no, it's just daily Bob facts being popped in here at random. Looking forward to the half-page description of him cooking Mountain Dew chicken in the middle of the final boss fight. <laughs> Which, for oh. long-time listeners will know that Bob Chipman is infamous for his Mountain Dew marinated chicken. Oh. Yeah, that, that's my last note. That's the last thing I wrote about this fucking book. All right. It's such a middle class mindset to like feel like you're being mobbed by the proles <laughs> the way he does in that in that bit. It's super weird. 
Yeah. Yeah. The lady whose strange. car I totaled, uh, her neighbors came out to check and see if she was okay, and I felt so attacked. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oof. we literally only have Bob's perspective on this, and I don't think that he's a very yeah. he's he's not much of a people person. I, I think it's safe. Yeah, to I say. don't trust his account of this. And so this is an unreliable narrator. Yeah. <laughs> so he his his narrative that he was being uh, threatened and wheeled and dealed by the the neighborhood tough, who was like, "Hey, <laughs> you don't need the insurance. Just give us cash." It's just like I don't know. Maybe it happened the way he described it, but the fact the fact that he describes this like I've lived in this town long enough to see this scenario play out before. What? He's like describing like this is a common occurrence in Massachusetts. This is like something he's seen before. It's like, yeah, uh, you don't want to be, you don't want to get involved with one of those. <laughs> I'm glad we have Conky here to dispel these, these strange myths about, uh, about being yeah. mobbed by the locals. <laughs> Man, I've only ever been in one fender bender here and it was like, it was fine. We exchanged information and then we drove off. And then nothing happened. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. All right, let's wrap this up. I hope everyone enjoyed this. This was, I don't know if a labor of love is the right word. It was a labor of, um... Agony. Compulsion. Pain. Yeah. <laughs> Simply a labor. It was a labor. <laughs> it was a labor. For fucking sure. I mean, it felt like we were giving birth in a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Why does my baby uh, have Bob Shipman's face? Oh, ooh. oh my God! <laughs> <No>. Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Kay's book. <laughs> <laughs> I go a lot more into the serial mystery in my book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's let's have some let, let's let's have some concluding statements here. What do we <laughs> What do we got? This is a terrible book. Don't ever buy it unless you, like like me, I suppose, have an obsession with the weirdness that is Bob Chipman's, like, Matrix-like escapism psychology uh, and want, <laughs> want to figure out what the, what the fuck is wrong with him. All I have to say is, um, Bob, I really appreciate you, like, sticking through it to the end, listening to all three episodes. That really means a lot to me. I mean, <laughs> I've been a longtime fan of your work, and I hope that you'll be a fan of mine. Um, you know, really appreciate the support. Thanks, man. Thanks for thanks, thanks, thanks for thanks for coming. Thank you for quote tweeting this episode and sharing it to all your followers. Yes. Thanks for subscribing to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this book is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not really a about Mario, despite how much of it is about Mario, it's about Bob Chipman consuming Mario. It's about his uh, life as a consumer and the identities that he, he's he's built around himself based on that consumption. And they all seem to be shields uh, from dealing with some very undealt with trauma of some kind. He's not. He doesn't come off as doing well in in this book. No. Um. And like he's fairly honest about dark. it too, but it's yeah, like I'm sure he knows. Like he knows, as opposed to oh. ever trying to solve the problems in his life, he just uh, he just fucking drowns it in like pop culture, which is uh, not a... and booze as we've established. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this I don't know. I find this to be uh, uh, there's a lot emotionally going on. You know, it's a very funny book. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very boring and horrible book, and also it's it's sort of a very depressing sort of window into a true darkness that I pray uh, I will not have to look into again anytime soon. That is probably the most elegant summary that we could possibly hope for for Bob Chipman's book. <laughs> uh, Reese, as the one person we had as like our, our fresh slate, the person who didn't read this book, how did you enjoy the secondhand experience of the highlights? only of Bob Chipman's book. I found it to be deeply tragic <laughs> and upsetting. <laughs> um, I certainly, I, I, listen, I got all my problems with Bob Stan, but I also want him to be okay. Like, this is fucked up. <laughs> and, and like, everything, like, every word is just like this desperate scream for some kind of, like, acceptance or attention. I don't know. Like, why would you write down this stuff and just 
with like the history of Mario with all this Bob flavor? Why would you write this analysis with just like your al- alcoholism and like, fine, that's fine. Drink while gaming. <laughs> We've all done it. It's great. Um, yeah. But it's just weird. It comes off. It's very odd. And uh, I don't know. That's that. That was my response. It was a very strange experience, and uh, it seems seems he's a little gremlin. Bob needs to embrace his gamer gremlinism, as as we have. Yeah. Take the gre- gamer gremlin pill, and realize that this part of you that you think is your identity is is nothing. It, it it's it's not your identity. It was put there by a corporation, and to in order to truly free yourself, you need to kill it. Get Graham pilled. Get the got to toe pilled. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next time, we'll be talking about, you know, something else depressing, like the video game industry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but a lot less depressing. Yeah, a lot less uh, specific and depressing. So. <laughs> yeah. Unless we're talking about Ubisoft. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Yeah. Like Super Mario Land. Check this out.